What a blessing to hear Messiah Emmanuel sing, so passionate when he sings, a young man that loves God so much and dedicates his talent to the Lord. Well, we're in uh, Thanksgiving era, you know, we just had Thanksgiving on Thursday, and so I think it's uh, more than uh, appropriate that we speak on giving thanks, okay? And so, uh, let me see, Michelle, you like the title of the sermon? Thank you, God, for COVID-19? I don't think so. (laughs) How about you, uh, Sandra? You like that title? Yeah, you like that title? How about this title? Let's do this one. I think this one's a little bit better, okay? So this is our title for the sermon today. Thank you, God, for the things I have learned during this pandemic. Okay, I think that's a little bit better. I think we're, 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 it's a little bit more positive, right? So that will be our title for our sermon. And our text for today, our text for today is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. I'll put it on the screen for you. So let's, let's read it together. One, two, three. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. One more time. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Yes, all circumstances. Not only when everything is bright, my little friend. Okay? Not when you have food on your table only. Not when you have a good job. And uh, when things are going great, no, it says in all circumstances. So even if you are without a job, you're out of a job, or maybe you're struggling to get food on your table, or maybe uh, you're having some health challenges. Yeah, it says give thanks in all circumstances. So even in this lockdown and during this pandemic, we need to give thanks. So I'll turn this other mic on now so I can walk around a little bit and (laughs) feel a little bit more free. So today we're going to be talking about five lessons that I have learned during this pandemic. Okay, five lessons. So the first lesson I have learned, and I hope this resonates with you, the things that I've learned during this pandemic, I have prayed for this sermon that what I have learned in some way travels this way. And reaches your heart and you can say, oh, pastor, I agree with that. And I have learned during this pandemic that family is important. Family matters. Imagine my son, he suffered what's called the cabin syndrome where we weren't able to see him from the middle of March all the way to the last day of July. And he wasn't going anywhere. They were locked in in that group home where he was at. And so he was having all this mental health issues. He was aggressive towards the staff, towards the other peers in the house. They literally kicked him out of the group home and left him in the street. But I went and picked him up the last day that he was there. So I took him home. And during the month of August, God allowed us to have my boy with us the whole month. And I understood that during this pandemic, family matters. So even though I couldn't see him, God said, you're going to see him. And he brought him home for the full, the full month of August. And so, you know, we we have to understand that during this pandemic, it hasn't been easy for the family, especially when, you know, the kids started doing their online classes way back there in April and May. And the first few days that you were also in lockdown and had to work from home and had your kids at home and never had spent so much time with your kids, after two or three days, they were on your nerves and you were like going crazy, okay? But then you understood. Thanks for the things that we learned during this pandemic. Family is important. And look at these two verses that I have up here on the screen for you. So 
the first verse in Ephesians 5.25 says, As for husbands, love your wife just like Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. So, you know, during this pandemic, as husbands, those are, that are married, married, those that are married and have your husband, as couples, I hope this pandemic has taught you to love more and to share more quality time with your spouse. It has for me. I mean, I spend more time with Sophia during this pandemic than in many years. And so God has allowed this to happen to teach us that family matters. Even our kids, look at this. It's, Dear son, keep your father's command. Don't abandon your mother's instructions. So this has been a time for fathers and mothers to bond with their kids like never before. People that don't take advantage of this have become more aggressive to their kids. There's been more child abuse. They're, I mean, terrible. But if you have learned your lesson that family matters during this pandemic, things should be going a lot better with your family. So I, I put a few things here on the screen for you. So we, sh we should be thankful and grateful for having a family. If you have a family and you were on lockdown and you have a family, praise God. Thank God you were with the family. But how about those that couldn't be with the family? Have you thought about those grandparents that couldn't see their grandchildren for months? And some of them haven't even been able to see them until today. And they just yearn for that moment to hug their grandkids, to, 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 to catch up, you know, what's going on in life. Of course, we have technology, but it's not the same. Let's be honest. A lot of us are going through what now in psychology, and those that are doing therapy know about this, is called Zoom fatigue. Yeah, all that online Zooming and, and Skype and FaceTime, it's just not cutting it anymore. It's, it's, it's taking a toll on us. So it's not the same. So, so family matters, and those grandparents, they need to see their grandchildren, so we need to pray that this is over soon. Family matters. It shouldn't have taken a pandemic to remind us of this, but sad to say, it did. Family matter. Number two, so we have another thing here. So there's a few things that I just mentioned to you guys. You know, we have to be grateful if we have our family. If you were on lockdown and you didn't have your family, that was hard. But of course, family matters. Number two, number two, keep connected. So now I'm talking not, a, not at a family level. I'm talking about a church and a pastoral level. So, so this is very important because during this lockdown, not being able to come to the sanctuary for like eight months in a row. I mean, we just started meeting in October. This is barely our second month that we have been holding uh, services here in the sanctuary. And a lot of people still can't come. I mean, you can see a lot of empty pews because a lot of people still don't feel comfortable going out. And that's, that's perfectly okay. Okay, but you that come out, you know that this wasn't easy. When you guys couldn't come to church, it was hard. Because we love church. This, this is family. And so, you know, keeping connected has, has been very important. So I, I have a few verses for you here. Acts twenty eighteen says, Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock. So here he's talking to the pastor and the elders. And then it says, In which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he ordained, obtained with his own blood. So I want to thank my elders. They have done a fantastic job during this pandemic. They've, we've supported each other. Uh, I think some of them haven't missed a single Sabbath since the middle of March. They've been here every single Sabbath trying to connect with you guys. 
And so, uh, this is so important. Ephesians 2, verses 20 22 says, Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, and listen to this, in whom the whole structure being joined together, this is talking about being connected, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So, it's very important that as a church we do everything possible to keep connected to each other, making calls, encouraging each other, trying to reach out to those in need. Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25, And let us consider how to steer up one another in love and good works, not neglecting to meet together. And when we can't meet together, we still can meet together. Not physically, but on using technology and other platforms. Uh, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging, look at this, encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing nigh. So here's a few things that we've done to keep connected. So today we have to acknowledge that technology is more valued than ever. I don't know if you guys uh, know this, but this church has been streaming their sermons for years. But no one really appreciated until the pandemic. <laughs> Okay, now people say, Pastor, thanks, that was a beautiful sermon that Pastor Stuart Priest, or, you know, they, they reach out and say, you know what, thank you so much for streaming our, our, our divine services. And so today we can say, thank you, God, for technology. Amen. We're using it to reach people. And there's people that have been watching our services that are not even from this country, from other countries. And so it's just wonderful to use technology to be connected. Zoom worship experience. I don't know if you guys have been on there, but man, we've had over a hundred Zoom worship experiences during this pandemic. We've had guest speakers from the conference from other parts of the country. Every single Wednesday, we have a guest speaker during this quarter. And the elders have, have given devotionals. Church leaders have given devotionals. And this is just a great moment to me. So we thank God for, for the Zoom worship experiences. I've done Zoom visitations where I can't go visit because of the circumstances we're living. So we just connect with folks on a video conference, healthy distance visitation. Some of you have been visited either by an elder or myself, and we give you a small gift, and we say, hey, we appreciate you. So this is very important to keep connected. Texting, phone calls, streaming services, uh, Zoom Sabbath school classes by our elders, which have been fantastic. We've had more people attend Sabbath school class than before the pandemic. You know, so, so praise God for that. Prayer ministry. Wow. Prayer ministry has doubled its efforts during this pandemic. I mean, we have prayer requests every day for this, for that. And we're just uh, connected in prayer. New member ministry with Sister Sarah Titus. They, even before the pandemic, they were studying. And now they're studying with more people than before the pandemic. And so we, we do want to praise God for that. And, you know, I want to praise God in a very special way because there's some of you folks that send me. You don't have no obligation to do this, but you send me either a picture or an encouraging message. And there's some church members that send me a message every single day. And I just want to give you a big hug. You guys know who you are. And so it's, it's just been so special. So we need to be connected as a church. So if you haven't been really, really connected, you guys that are watching online and stuff, just keep connected. It's just so important. One of the lessons the pandemic has taught us is that we need to keep connected. Number three, number three, this pandemic has taught us also that 
that our heart of society is still beating. So let's see if we can put this up on the screen here. So serving others. You know, it's interesting how this pandemic has awakened a lot of people to serve. I've seen people, like when I have taken some stuff to a Goodwill or to a thrift store, it's just amazing how people have discovered that they have a lot of stuff they don't need, that other people do need. And they're taking stuff and they're taking food to the, to the, to the food bank to share with other people or, or they're getting together with their family to reach out to their homeland, to their country and help those in need in their country. So society's heart is still beating thanks to this pandemic in some way. So we have to serve others. So let's talk a little bit about this. So I have a verse here for you guys. This is Isaiah 58.10. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. So watch this little video that I prepared for you guys. God has blessed us with the community service here. Our, our center has opened uninterruptedly during this whole pandemic except for two Sundays. And it's just amazing how the people that come and get the goods, we can see tears in their eyes many times and they just say, thank you. You guys don't need to do this. When they pick up their diapers, thank you. You know, and God has provided this. It's not us. Because there's been some moments when we thought we were not going to have anything to give out. And yet God provided. He provided grants. We got $2,000 from the North American Division. Then another $1,000 from the North American Division. Amazon has given us grants to be able to, to provide this food. We have gotten grants from the North Texas Food Bank. From church members. A couple of thousand dollars have come in just for food. So we can help our neighbors and our friends. And of course, I want to underline our, our, our courageous volunteers because they come out every Sunday, help pack the stuff, give it out, clean up. It's just amazing what they do. They, they don't have to do that. They could be doing other things. But this pandemic has taught us a lesson, and that's that we need to be serving our community even more so now than before the pandemic. This pandemic has brought a lot of hardship on people. There's a lot of people just in the Dallas County that struggle to put a meal on their table. It's amazing. In the, in the land of bountiful, in this land where we're not supposed to starve, there's people that go to bed without eating dinner. And we've been able to help our community. So we want to thank God for that. So we just want to tell the volunteers, like it says on the screen, we love you. We love you a lot. And we love all of those that are supporting in many different ways. So... <clears throat> I have your community center was open all through the pandemic. God provided so we could be a blessing. Volunteers and staff committed to do their best. And last but not least, this has helped us to be a light in our community. Now, I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but this last Sunday we celebrated our two years of uninterrupted service in our community center. So we put a pickup truck, which was from one of our, our, our clients that come out here for, for, for food. She let me hear pickup truck. So we put a stage on the truck. All the cars were parking. So just, just watch this little video here so you can see more or less what happened. And we didn't have to put the speakers out there or anything because you know our church has a radio station. So everyone just joined the radio station. Community center being open, serving our neighbors and our friends. 
We're so thankful to God. Estamos aquí celebrando dos años de nuestro centro comunitario. Agradecido a Dios por la oportunidad de servir a nuestros vecinos y amigos. So this was at 12.30, so the cars were barely coming. By the time we started the program, where we prayed for this, these people, we thank God for allowing us to provide for them during these last two years. Uh, the parking lot was literally full on all sides, on this side over here, on the back of the church. And so God blessed us this last Sunday as we invited them to come and worship with us. So we played songs on the radio for them. Uh, this was one of the songs that we played for them as we thank God for, for the blessing of of being here for our community and so we just want to uh, appreciate everyone that has been able to come and, and help out Nick you know we, we always need strong people here and <laughs> Nick has come out quite often to help and, and other folks uh, we know always in the registration you know which is always very important because we have to know who comes so we can serve them better uh, we have a lot of volunteers that come out and even young people the 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 Raj family, their kids come out every single Sunday and help out. So here's here's when we were giving the turkeys out, right? So we gave tickets out and and, and people were uh, uh, giving uh, giving prizes, and so we just had a, a, a fantastic day. Lesson number four. I don't know if this has happened to you, but I have learned to appreciate God's love more during this pandemic. I have seen. Him work in ways that I had not seen him work before. And so I think we, we can all say what we can find here in 2 Corinthians 9.15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. I think we appreciate Jesus and his salvation more now than ever before. I, I hope you have a closer walk with God now than before the pandemic. If not, something's wrong with you. Okay, so, so definitely. So let's see a few things that we need to appreciate. So we need to appreciate his provisions. I mean, we have food on our table. If you have health, praise God. Thank God for, for your health. We have to thank him for salvation, uh, for forgiveness, because we have failed in many ways during this pandemic. Uh, the peace that he gives to us, his word, uh, a personal relationship with God. These are all things that you cannot buy with money. Okay, the, the first part, yeah, we can buy food, we can buy, you know, uh, material things, but you can't buy salvation, you can't buy forgiveness or peace or, or a personal relationship with God. And so this has been a tremendous opportunity to grow in grace, to be more like Jesus. So I want you guys to reflect. Before the beginning of March, up to now, are you more like Jesus? Are you more like Jesus? Have you grown in grace? That is just so, so vital. And last but not least, and this is the main focus of my sermon today, I have learned during this pandemic that life is precious. Life is precious. So at a personal level, I want to let you guys know that for me, uh, just learning from this pandemic that life is precious has been a very important uh, lesson. So here we go. Emphasis should not be on statistics, but on people. So, so I put a few uh, stats up here just for you to know what people do. Some people are so into statistics that they forget about people. And so they say, oh, wow, okay, so in the U.S., 13 millions have, have been infected, 263,000 people have died, that's eh, a little bit over 2%. Uh, Texas, 1.22 million, uh, we have 21,000 uh, 700 that have passed. 
Uh, worldwide, 61 million, 1.4 million have, have died. And we say it's all about 2%. No! It's not about the statistics, it's about people. Life is precious. It doesn't matter how many coexisting conditions were present, their families ache, and it is profound. So all these people that have, have lost a loved one because of this pandemic, those are people that are hurting. So I hope that this pandemic has taught us a lesson that life is precious. Those that impacted our lives that are now asleep in Jesus. I hope and I pray that that has allowed us to appreciate life more. And I don't have time to go into a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, uh, situations, but I will go through those that have passed in our church family. Because that has really touched me as a pastor. When one of my lambs or one of my sheep pass away, it takes a real deep emotional toll. And so I want to just share a few, a few of these uh, uh, persons. Uh, I have asked permission from their family, so don't think that I'm, uh, you know, not respecting or anything, but I have asked permission. Uh, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed that they may rest from their labors for their deeds. Follow them, Revelation 4.13. So this is a lady, one of our church members, Florencia Cruz, Passed away on the 20th of April. I don't know if you guys remember her. She always sat right in the back pew over there. Uh, sometimes she would walk in with her oxygen tank. So Florencia, I can say from the bottom of my heart that she was very humble. Very humble. I mean, she just lived a very humble life. Very positive, because sometimes I would call her and she would be in the hospital because she had, she had lung disease. And so I would call her to the hospital and i said, say, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. And i said, what? <laughs> what do you mean you're doing good? Yeah, I'm alive, Pastor. I'm still alive. So I think I'm doing good. And she was always so positive and very faithful. She would be here at church if she could be. If, if she couldn't, you know, she, she just couldn't. But if she could come, she was here. Her biggest desire was to get to know Jesus more. The last day of her life, when I was with her at the hospital, she said, Pastor, if God decides to give me life for a few more days or a few more months, whatever he decides, the only thing I wish is to get to know Jesus better. That, was, that were her words. And man, her favorite topic, she wanted to see her daughters that were way over there in Guatemala and in another country. She wanted to see her daughters and her grandkids saved and ready for Jesus coming. And so uh, the last day that, 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 that I was able to visit her, that was actually the last day of her life, she said the following. So listen, I'll translate it for you guys. So she's saying, she's saying to her daughter, she, she had a relationship that had been broken. There were circumstances. And I think she was just holding out to dear life because she was not able to reconcile with her daughter. And so in the hospital, there was no signal. But we prayed about it, 
and I did a WhatsApp call, and she was able to get everything settled with her daughter. And, and it was just a miracle that God provided that opportunity. And in this little video that, that, that we prepared for the daughter, she's saying to her daughter, pray that God will put in your heart that desire to search for God and get ready for that day when we can be together for eternity. And so she, she, she wanted her children saved. She wanted her, her grandkids saved. And what, what, a great, what a great desire. This next uh, slide here, I know it's going to touch on sensitive hearts. I thank you, Diana, for the opportunity. This is Mama, Audrey, Primrose Bartlett. In the eology, it reads, she was very knowledgeable. And I, and I was surprised when Diana read this in the funeral because I didn't know that she had all these skills. She was very resourceful. She could do carpentry, uh, electrician, plumbing, mason, and that was just a few of her talents in addition to being a great mom. Always impacting those that she encountered each day by her mannerism and her contagious smile. She loved life and people, and therefore, either was adopted to another family or adopted other members to their family. You know, Sharon and Denise and others, they're like more children in the family. Uh, and Diana said these words that really impressed me. May all the praise and glory be given to the almighty and powerful God because it is him who supplied all my, all my mom needed and he allowed us to have her in our lives as long as he did. That was God. And so when we, when we think about these people that are not with us anymore, they're resting in Christ, I hope that we can appreciate life more. And that means appreciating others more. Appreciating those that are around us. And uh, we have another, uh, that was the 4th of, of May, right, that she passed? And then in July the 10th, we had another church member that passed away. Brother Alfredo, what I call an A-plus missionary. A handwritten note in his Bible that was found uh, by his elder daughter uh, said, this is what it said in that note. If we have him, let me put it on the screen. Okay, there it is. So if we have him, talking about Jesus, if we have him, then we will share him. If you're not sharing him, you don't really know him. <laughs> and that was his life. That was his life. You know, always sharing Jesus. And I, and I was uh, saying in the first service that we might have to make a little pin with this picture on it and put Alfredo Pena reward or award where every year we can give an award to those that give the most glow tracks out, you know, and the most uh, literature out, <laughs> okay? So this is Alfredo Pena. And his daughter, which had the eulogy uh, the day of the funeral, she stated the following. Family and friends, I plead with you today, as my dad did often, to repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. The right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Death, as you can see, is imminent. There are no more chances after death to accept this truth. Those are the words of Stephanie, his older daughter. And so as I was uh, preparing my, my, my sermon for, for, for the funeral, uh, 
every time that someone passes away, a church member, I, I always have to do my own therapy because I don't have anyone to help me sometimes. But uh, I decided to write this, uh, this note here that's on the screen for, for you if you hadn't seen it before. So it says, Alfredo, A, always sharing Jesus. That was Alfredo. L, loving husband, father, granddaddy. F, friendly. R, responsible. E, example of Christianity. D, devoted to God and church. O, optimistic and open-minded. That was Alfredo. And then just last week, just last week, last Sabbath, Brother Stanley J. Martin Payne was called to rest in Jesus. He had gone to his wife's country in Indonesia. That's where he passed. And something that really impressed the, my life and, and impacted my life about him was that every single contact I had with him, there was just this peace about him. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed that, but there was just this peace that passeth understanding that every time I talked to him or every time I greeted him, there was just this peace, this peace. He loved Jesus and touched our lives and many other lives. He was gifted and use his talents for the Lord. So I want to show you guys this uh, picture here. Uh, on the cross, on the, on the right-hand side, there's a book. I don't know how many of you knew that he wrote a book. Yes, and so this book means a lot to me because when my wife and I came to search for a home in the summer of 2018 when we had been called to serve this church, um, we were doing some transactions in the store and I left my driver license at the store. From there we went to the airport. So you guys can just imagine the chaos at the airport. I didn't have an ID. <laughs> okay. So actually they were really good. When I went to security, they checked out my credit cards. They're saying that you are who you say you are. You know, so they checked my bank statements. My, they, 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 they literally had up all my life in the computer anyway, <laughs> but, but uh, they let me on the plane without an ID so we could go back to Tennessee. Well, Brother Payne had the kind heart to go to the store once they found my license, because they couldn't find it, but once they found my license, he went to the store. He mailed the license to me, but he mailed it inside of this book. So when I got the book, the first thing I did was read it. And it literally is a very powerful book on how to walk closer to Jesus. Based on John chapter 17. The whole book is, is based on John chapter 17. And so we were just blessed to know Brother, Brother Stanley Payne. I will tell you. I will tell you that one of the things that I really enjoyed about him was his music. Because he was also a recording artist. Five albums three full albums and one special for Christmas that he recorded if you guys need them if you don't have them just ask me I have plenty of those CDs he gave them to us before he left and so one of the things that I have learned through this pandemic is to appreciate life because just like these folks that we love so much are not with us anymore that could be your case tomorrow that could be my case tomorrow or maybe today so why not live for Jesus fully? Why not live our lives to glorify Him and to honor Him and to serve Him to our best? 
This pandemic has taught me that life is precious. And these folks that I have mentioned that were members of our church, they taught me that life is precious because they had so many things that they gave to us. They touched their life in so many ways. So I, I want to share just one more thing about Stanley. This is a song. I, I went to visit him the, when, I, when I arrived here as your pastor, and I started pastoring in September uh, 2018. I went to visit my elders. So I went to visit him, and as I drove off, I put this song on from one of his CDs, and I cranked the volume all the way up, and he was singing it from his porch, and I was singing it from my car. And this song is a beautiful song. The title is Jesus is Coming Soon. So let's listen to this song, and then we'll be closing our sermon. So if you can help me up there. Okay, listen to this, guys. Let's turn off the lights. If you can help me, Winona, with the lights. And we can appreciate the video a little bit better. Coming soon, you must be ready to meet him. Coming soon, coming in the clouds of heaven. He will gather up all his children from the ends of the earth. Oh, please came. Jesus, he's coming soon. Jesus, he's coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Yes, Jesus is coming soon. Coming soon. Too close, you cannot give up now. Jesus, first, last, and above all. For soon as people he shall call. From this earth to his home above Jesus, he's coming soon Jesus, he's coming soon Jesus, he's coming soon Yes, Jesus is coming soon What a day that will be when Jesus comes And that morning of resurrection, amen? And we'll see Sister Audrey again, and Sister Peña, and Stanley, and, and Florencia, and all those that have uh, passed away and are resting in Jesus. Jesus, He's coming soon. Jesus, he's coming soon. Jesus, he's coming soon. Yes, Jesus is coming. Jesus, he's coming soon. Jesus, he's coming soon. Jesus, he's coming soon. Yes, Jesus is coming soon. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. It's coming soon. Well, I want.
want to end the, the sermon with two slides. Uh, this one here is very simple. I love you guys. And I want to thank God for his calling to ministry and for this stage of my ministry as I serve here in Garland Faith Community Church. And I'll end with this uh, quotation from Ellen White. Uh, she references uh, Colossians 3.15 at the beginning. She says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts and be ye thankful. And then she writes, forgetting our own difficulties and troubles, let us praise God for an opportunity to live for the glory of his name. Let the fresh blessings of each new day awaken praise in our hearts for those tokens of his loving care. When you open your eyes in the morning, thank God that he has kept you through the night. Thank him for his peace in your heart. Morning, noon, and night, let gratitude as a sweet perfume ascend to heaven. Let us stand up for prayer. Dear Jesus, we want to thank you so much for the things that we have learned through this pandemic. Thank you for these lessons that have changed our lives. Thank you because we can walk closer to you. Thank you because we have been able to understand the importance of family, the importance of keeping connected as a church, as, as members of your family, of your spiritual family. Also, thank you, Lord, for opportunities that you give to us to serve our community and friends and others. And thank you, Lord, because this pandemic has helped us to realize how amazing you are. And thank you, God, because even if it has cost the passing of loved ones and friends and church members, you have allowed us to understand that life is so precious that we must take advantage of the days that we still have to love you, to serve you, to give you our all in all. God blesses the rest of the Sabbath and thank you once again for being who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 May God bless you and have a happy rest of the Sabbath.